Finding Purpose, The Song of My Life, New Era, Episode 61, New Baby and Family Time. Welcome back, friends. Thomas had told my parents that we had a beautiful backyard. Since learning gardening at Living Waters, he had more appreciation for someone else's hard work out there. The people who had originally owned the farmhouse had carefully arranged the tulips in a circle around the apple, pear, and cherry trees. We had made it through the cold winter, but now with the spring season upon us, we had a refreshed outlook on life. We were gradually getting used to the radical changes of learning the language and the German customs. We had become friends and co-workers within our communal house, and the biggest blessing was becoming parents of our second daughter. We wanted to share our joy with both of our parents who had been waiting for the news. Thomas's mother had saved the baby announcement card that Thomas wrote saying, Liebe Mutti und liebe Papa, mit viel Freude schreibe ich euch. Hier sind ein paar Bilder von euren Enkelchen. Esther kann schon fast ganz deutlich sehen und sie lacht auch schon ein kleines bisschen. Naomi lernt jetzt auch Deutsch. Gott sei Dank, dass ich jetzt etwas Zeit habe, mein gebrochener Zeh. Uns geht es allen ausgezeichnet. Wir grüßen euch alle ganz herzlich. Gottes Segen, Thomas und Christine, Naomi und Esther. And in English, he said, Dear Mom and Dad, with much joy I write to you. Here are a few photos of your grandchild. Esther can almost see and even smile a little bit. Naomi is learning German words now. Thank God that I have time now to write since I broke my toe. We are all doing great and we greet all of you. God bless you. The card is so cute because of his typical detailed cartoon drawing that he often added to his letters. He depicted us out in the garden with a tree, some sheep, butterflies, and a singing bird. We are all smiling, his arm around me holding the baby, and he's holding Naomi's hand. The unusual detail is that he drew a large cast on his foot. The story to that was he had broken his toe playing soccer with the guys. We all thought it was funny when he came back from the doctor's office that day with a complete foot cast. It didn't last very long, though. He cut it off a couple of days later. He couldn't be bothered with it. His card and the photos we sent to his family obviously showed his joy in being a father. I wonder what kind of impression it made on his father, since he wasn't much of a hands-on kind of dad. But to be fair, the traditions and the circumstances in the early 50s was very different than our lives. I do know that Nadia was embracing with great joy the opportunity to get to know her two little granddaughters. I remember she had told me that as a young mother herself, she felt so incapable and always needed her mother's help. She didn't have support from her husband, and most importantly, she didn't know the love of God at that time. Esther was not even 10 days old when Nadia called saying that she wanted to come visit. She decided to fly because she had lots of things that were too big to handle on the train. Besides that, a flight from West Berlin to Hanover would save her lots of travel time. I was filling up to the visit, so we told Naomi that Omi Nadia was coming to see us. Naomi had seen her in Berlin when we first arrived, so it was nice that she could come to our house this time. I figured that Nadia would bring presents, not only for the baby, but also for Naomi's second birthday that was coming up. 
but it was pretty overwhelming when she arrived at our house with Thomas from the airport. Naomi and I greeted her while Thomas unloaded the car. She had brought me a new stroller and a wooden swing for the children, but the star attraction was a tricycle for Naomi's birthday. Thomas set it down in the large hallway and showed her how to get on it. I could already see this is going to be a problem having three other kids in the house and only one bike. The main attraction, of course, was to show Nadia our new baby. She was pleased to see little Esther sleeping in the basket with the bedding she had sent us. She opened up her suitcase and pulled out all kinds of nice baby things, like clothes, diapers, blankets, and a red ladybug toy with a hidden music box in it. I had never seen those before, but it would be perfect as a nighttime lullaby tune. And from Thomas's grandmother, she handed us a card with some money in it, 50 Deutschmark, 50 German marks, which was a lot in those days. She wrote that we should buy whatever we needed and hoped that we would visit soon with a new baby. You already know from the past episodes that Nadia had spent three weeks with us in California. She especially loved meeting all of our friends at Living Waters. Now she had the opportunity to meet our new friends in Nienburg. She had already met Gregor, who spoke some German, and she hoped she could communicate with the others. At least there was Ellie and Lori, who she could speak German with. On her last evening, Thomas took a walk with her, and here is what he told my parents about their special talk. My family is fine. My mom just visited me over the weekend, and we had a good time together. It was a blessing. One night, her and me, we just... We just stood and looked at each other, and she's, she said, Oh, you're such a nice son. And I looked at her, and I said, Boy, you're such a nice mom. And she said, You're so full of love. And I said, Wow, Mom, you know, God really changed both of our lives. And, and we hugged each other and cried and thanked God for what He's done. And we just had a rich time, you know, we really got close. And his closing message on the tape to my parents was, Mom and Dad, you guys are, I love you. I love you. I'm glad to be your son. You are a blessing. You are a blessing. I'm glad you're well, Dad. You're getting better. Just just rest a little more, and then you'll be right back in there. Except you'll have a lot more to give. And mom, always enjoy your little cards with the little ha huh in breaks and brackets. And uh, just that you always that you always write us. It's nice. We're, we're enjoying that. Christine likes that a lot. So, bye for now. The Lord Jesus Christ really bless you and fill you. Just look to Him and and praise Him. He is worthy, and He loves you. The love that he so easily conveyed to my parents really shows how much God had changed his heart. He had once been a cynical teenager with no respect towards both of our parents. Now he wasn't ashamed to share how soft his heart had become. You hear on the tapes that he treasured a good relationship with them. I think this is a pretty unique desire for a 24-year-old and maybe even a good example for any young people listening to my story today. 
And he even got more personal by talking about our marriage. He said that we really love each other and our love has grown even deeper. He told them that he is learning to serve me and that he is taking care of Naomi since I am busy with the baby. He actually said, Christine is so beautiful. I can only imagine how blessed my mom and dad must have felt knowing that he was taking care of their daughter in Germany. The more that Thomas got involved in spending time with Naomi, the more fun ideas he had. He went with Peter or Gregor to the flea markets on the weekends to sell the leather belts they made. When he had a bit of free time, he searched for little girl toys. One day, he came home with a small dollhouse and set about making some furniture. He made a wooden bed, a table, and chair for Naomi's little dolly. And another time, he found some play dishes and books, so she was always kept busy. Actually, that wooden furniture I still have, and my granddaughters have played with them. When it was my turn to talk on the tape, I told about how Naomi is adjusting to having a baby in our lives. The thing was, the four of us were living in this one room, and we all had to readjust. It was amazing that Naomi always slept through the night, so that made it easier for me if I had to be up in the night with the baby. And during the day, she was learning to take instructions on how to help and do some things on her own. The midwife came to visit me for 10 days and was good about giving me advice on nursing. She explained that a newborn can learn to sleep five to six hours at night if she gets a good feeding before bedtime. She suggested I write down a schedule to plan the nursing times and the nap times. That way I could steer her towards being awake more in the daytime and then she would sleep longer at night. That was such great advice, and as I followed her instructions, it really helped our whole family. It made such a difference being able to sleep most of the night. And that little music box was great. I would put Esther in bed and turn on the music. Then I would go out of the room until she had fallen asleep. So here is some more news about our life that I shared with my parents. Wunderbar. Say, Wunderbar, <laughs> Hi, here's Mommy and Naomi, and little baby Esther, she's sleeping, and Daddy's bye-bye taking care of business in town. You want to say something else to Grandma? Town, Grandma. Town. Daddy went to town? Yeah, we have a new car now. The brothers took out a loan from a bank and um, bought a really nice Volkswagen bus that has seats for nine people. and. That's really a blessing because we've been driving around in these little squished up Enta. I really want to thank you for the packages that you've sent. The slippers are really nice and um, oh, we've got the box of baby clothes. And it was really a blessing the day, Naomi, be quiet now, okay? The day after the baby was born, the, the nightgown came. I really like that because it, it's comfortable for a nightgown, but it it looks nice too, not so much like pajamas. Um, I wore it when over the weekend when Nadia was here. Now if you hear baby crying, she's getting ready to wake up. And here in the following excerpt, you hear about some of the German Christians that we got involved with. To think we had only been in Nienburg four months and we already had regular fellowship. Since the baby's been born, um, a group that we fellowship with they came a few nights after she was born, like we get together once a week with them. And 
the there is an older couple. Their names Plinky, um, Mr. and Mrs. Plinky, and he's he's like a minister of a church. And then they have this house where young people live, and they live next door to it. Well, I don't know how to explain it. But they live together communally like us. And um, she brought a a little white sweater thing and a dozen eggs with some flowers all tied on it and a real beautiful bouquet from her garden of flowers. That was really a blessing. And well, the day after the baby was born, Linda and Gregor brought me a big bouquet of pink flowers and chocolate. And, and Thomas went and bought all kinds of fruit and, and goodies for me. And boy, it's, it's just everything that I missed and didn't have, you know, with Naomi and, and that then time when, cry, when we didn't have the Lord. Yeah, baby's crying. Pretty soon she's going to wake up with Naomi. Like we were just out there. We didn't even hardly know the people that were at the house she was born and just and not, we didn't see you guys for quite a while or anything. It was really. I'd, I'd really like to hear what you guys thought of that phone call. I sort of had the feeling after we hung up, yeah, pictures. I sort of had the feeling that it maybe sort of shocked you, and I wondered if you even really got the information. It was all so quick, and I don't know how much Dad heard, but that we told I told you that we had it at home with a midwife, and and what her name was, and how much she weighed, and all that kind of stuff, and I don't know. It just sort of seemed like. It was maybe all too fast and you didn't really catch it. But I was just really happy to, to hear your voices like Mama Mama I really like communicating with you. At the same time, I don't know, just there's just something about the distance. You know, like I don't think so much about like wanting to go back to California or, you know, missing family back there, you know, and just, I'm really happy and content with where we are, but just to hear your voice was, was sort of a shock for me, too, just, we just dialed the number, and there's mom saying, hello, and it, it was just really something, just all of a sudden, all those miles make any difference, just all of a sudden, we're really close, I would have liked to talk more, and it was funny, after, after hung up, and Thomas went to take the phone back. When he came back, I was crying. I was just so happy to hear your voices. Thank you, Jesus. And so since then, I think I miss you guys even more, especially since Nadia has been here. I wish you guys could come and visit. Or we ended that tape singing one of the first German Christian songs we learned. It was very fitting to be singing about the nations when we had just moved to a new country. It is from Psalm 117 that says, Praise the Lord, all ye nations. Praise him, all ye people, for his loving kindness is great towards us. Lobet den Herren, 
In closing today, since I've been writing about those early days in Germany, I have gained a much deeper love and appreciation for the people that we came with. None of us knew what the future held, but we were all committed to the task at hand. It cannot be underestimated the value of the work they did in getting a ministry established in a foreign country. And I am encouraged to see how God was guiding and protecting Thomas and I as very young parents dealing with all those new circumstances. So take care, friends, and have a nice summer. P.S. Next week, there will not be a podcast because I'm off to the beach with some of my family. But the following three Wednesdays, I have something special planned. There will be two conversations videos with a good friend named Caitlin. And then there will be another conversations video with Naomi. You can find them on Spotify as usual. Bye for now.